Excuse me, could you point me in the direction of Scream City? Never mind, I think I found it. Hey horror freaks, and happy October! Welcome to Scream City's 8th episode. I'm your host, Jessica. And I'm Monica. Dude, we're in October already. I know. Can you... I think time is going by a little too quickly for me. But I do love October. Same. I tend to thrive in October. Same. You know how people get, like, seasonal depression right. during the fall time? Yeah. Mine goes away, and mine comes, like, during the summer. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm I'm a winter depression type of gal. Really? Yeah, mine's definitely, Actually, like, December yeah, I and think, January. I think so. Maybe around so. It also didn't help that a lot of my trauma happened around the fall time, either. Mm-hmm. But I still thrive. There's just something about Halloween that brings out the... The happy happy parts in me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, But for this episode, we're talking about the 2019 film, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Um, I love this film. Me too. It's a good one. It's a a good little spooky movie. Yeah. It's it's still pretty good. I like it. I think think they did well with it. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, before we dive in, let's get some, you know, let's do a little intro and talk about a little bit of life. Um, Is there anything you've been up to lately? Not really. Actually, not at all. You feel any different from last uh, week? I don't feel any different you know, than last you, week. You are now a full week of being a citizen. Yeah. Um, I watched Would You Rather, the the movie... On Netflix? I think it's on is Netflix. It, yeah. On Netflix? I mean, my sister owns it. But... Oh, I was going to say. Um, is that the one I'm thinking about? I could be. But wrong. I watched it for the first time last weekend, and it was really good. The Would You Rather? It yeah. Really I think good. I've seen that one. What nice. about you? Um, well, me too. So I actually went to go watch Pearl last night. Cool. Um. And I will say it is a solid 10 out of 10 for me. I love that. I thought it was a really good film. I am now, not that I wasn't before, but I am obsessed with Mia Goth. Mm -hmm. Mia Goth is, I think her acting and like her performance in this movie is just psychotic. Yeah. And I'm obsessed. Mm -hmm. And the thing about the film, which is not really a spoiler, but the kind of the theme of the film is like if you're watching a 1920s type of movie and that's exactly what I got from it. Like that's what I felt right that i was watching which i appreciated and because of that i feel like they stuck to the theme a little bit there's there's some gore um but when she is doing killing they don't show on camera her killing if that makes sense so um yeah it's a 10 out of 10 for me and i love it so much i thought it was a really good film I want to watch it. I think I'll probably watch it. That's good. You should. Um, Another, actually, I forgot about this. It's, it's nothing too crazy, but it did get, it did get me. Uh Um, Well, the first thing is, by any chance, are you on Miami Boys Choir TikTok? I'm not. I don't know who that is. Great. That's fine, because I'll send you a bunch of TikToks about it. (laughs) Um, I beg of you. But if you guys are on Miami Boys Choir TikTok, I love it. Okay. It's getting me through... Through my at the my days, yeah, yeah. I guess the only other recent update is that I am officially going to Halloween Horror Nights. That's been nice, and I'm excited. I'm excited. Me and my boyfriend are going. We've planned out the whole thing. We're going for Halloween, yeah. um, so I'm not going to be here on Halloween, which is actually the first. I'm excited, which means that I am forced to go into these haunted houses. Yeah. So I'm going to have Mateo record yes me going through these haunted houses so that you can be proud of me but before and i'll be like this the entire time before <laughs> she goes to halloween horror nights no i am taking her and our our uh, friend group to two haunted houses Mm-mm. and now that i've said that out loud i 
have no choice but to show you guys that I that I took her to these houses okay. by posting a photo okay. of them on Instagram and all that good okay. stuff. So just I watch out for those. I don't think that's going to happen. Just watch out okay. for those photos of her at both of these haunted houses. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. I, I am. The, and it's so funny. I'm the biggest fan of horror. I that's definitely you know i've made it my whole personality but i i am the huge i'm a big scaredy cat i get spooked and very i feel like every horror fan has that one um thing that they just can't do like mm-hmm. for example your haunted houses i'm psychological oh that's like, right movies. that's right that's like, right yeah like that one thing that's just, just that one thing that kind of that you're like you know, i have to like, stay away from yeah. that that's true and then um, there's some people that are just so desensitized that they're like horror is not even fun anymore and it's like whatever whatever you're just trying to be macho right anyway but regarding this movie yeah we decided to talk about this film this month because monica and i both really enjoyed not just the books Mm -hmm. but this film as well Mm -hmm. and of course this film is set on halloween night so it just made sense to talk about it um so for the very few of you who don't know this film is based on a collection of three children's books that were written in the 80s and 90s by Alvin Schwartz, which R.I.P. <laughs> but Guillermo del Toro did a fantastic job bringing these horrifying creatures and monsters to real life in the so most too. del Toro way. Yeah. <laughs> like, I 100% agree. Yeah. yeah. And shout out to, to him for bringing some Mexican representation. Seriously. And yeah. I, we were kind of looking at some of the cast mm-hmm. and like p- other people who have worked on the film. And a, there's a, there's quite a, a lot few, of Latinos. A and, lot of Latinos yeah. that have worked on this film, which mm-hmm. is like, that's so like, I didn't know that. Yeah, and that, that's, that's like really good to know. But anyway, now that we have that out of the way, Monica, since this movie came out just a few years ago, yeah. 2019, <laughs> yeah. do you remember watching it for the first time? What were your, what was your initial thought? And what would you say your favorite scene and kill would be? Okay. Um, so starting off, I I tried really hard to remember when I watched this movie for the first time, mm-hmm. since this movie is, uh, you know, recent. Mm-hmm. But I still don't remember. Really? <laughs> I don't. I don't remember when I watched this. I know I watched it with someone. I don't remember with who. Um, and I think I remember watching it at home. I don't remember. I don't think that this, this was not a movie that I watched in theaters for sure. Okay. So I think I watched it at home. I think it was when I was living in Ulysses. Mm. Um, I think it was uh, around that time, and I think I watched it in my apartment. But I don't know. But what I do remember is that I liked it upon the first watch. Um, I like the Toro. I like the you know the Toro vibes that mm-hmm. I got from the movie, yeah. and like I just love the way that he worked with the short stories and how right. he kind of put them all together. Like one of the things that really popped out to me about the film was like I love the seventies and sixties right. vibe of the yeah. film, which I appreciate in a lot of films that are modern day that tried to do back in the day type vibe, yeah. which again is what I really appreciated about Pearl. Pearl was a really good one uh, to kind of use as an example, but I don't, obviously I don't like anything about, you know, the political side of right. the seventies and the sixties and all of that. It's more just so like the colorings and the aspects Same. and like the styles, the clothing and exactly. all of that, which I know we can bring to this yeah, back. And I really do think a lot of yeah. styles from like seventies, eighties is, very much in right. 1990s yeah. is very much present today which is really cool so and like slang words too or like groovy like groovy. why don't we say groovy more why don't we say groovy that or, was groovy yeah or <laughs> i liked out. it i liked to. Yeah. Uh, i don't know but but that's 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 just what yeah. i liked um so i like the that you can kind of tell in the movie mm-hmm. of bit of the timeline because there's sometimes some movies that are 
that have like a timeline base of like oh this movie is based in the 70s or yeah. the 50s and then you're like you eh, can't tell you can't tell i hate those movies i'm not gonna lie i feel like the it remake kind of give me that yeah i feel like i couldn't really tell mm-hmm. what area at what era they were kind of trying to depict right but um but nonetheless it's, yeah. it, it's all good yeah. i like the vibe overall and i, I remember really liking it Nice. As far as my favorite scene, I kind of had to go back and forth on this because right. my fa- one of my favorite scenes involves a kill, okay. but that kill is not my favorite. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was, I was so which close to so doing funny. that. Yeah. yeah. Which is so funny. So I really like the very first kill that we get, which is the bully with the... Tommy. S- Tommy, the mm-hmm. one with the scarecrow. Um, I don't know what it was about the scene. I think I got, it's just, there's just something about a horror film that films a scene in the cornfield Yeah. with, you know, like at nighttime, mm-hmm. this guy, you know, this poor boy, he was just going into the corn, well, not really poor because he's a bully, but right. he goes into the cornfield to try and get eggs, eggs or for, something like that yeah. for his mom. I think what really sold me on it was, was with that first kill, they set the tone of what this the rest of the, the rest film of, yeah. mm-hmm. and what the rest of the kills were going to look like i think because this first kill wasn't innocent exactly <laughs> it was very you know like out there yeah it it kind of kept us on our toes like oh, holy shit like if this is the first kill mm-hmm. wh- you know what are the rest of the kills gonna look like right it was still scary to watch mm-hmm. um because imagine like a scarecrow that's supposed to be a non-living thing right. comes to life and is you know cracking his body up yeah. and down this like cornfield chasing you <laughs> you know when like you're watching a horror film slasher maybe specifically and you know a kill is coming mm-hmm. like you know that the victim it's so is, obvious yeah. yeah like the victim has it's not given up but like right. the victim is just so close to the killer that you're mm-hmm. just like oh they're gonna die and then you picture it and then they show like the goreness yeah. of it so they show like the blood and like the slitting or whatever and i think with this you get that same feeling mm-hmm. but you don't get the gore right and i think that is like the perfect amount of horror for like a ya type movie, right right because you get like... the feeling of like oh my god mm-hmm. he's gonna die he's gonna die and then he pokes him and you're like hey right. <laughs> i feel like because this kill wasn't gory mm-hmm. um it was more unsettling, yeah. very uncomfortable. And oh my god! And we're gonna go into it a little bit more, but which I'll, I'll kind of just get into it now because mm-hmm. my favorite kill was of the Pell Lady. Yes. The Pell Lady scene where um, Chuck, is Chuck, Chucky, yes. he, where he dies, unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, was the one that made me feel like, dude, that is so uncomfy mm-hmm. to watch. I I love that scene alone because it makes me feel the way any horror type film makes me feel is just very unsettling it was really between that one or the jangly man the jangly Mm -hmm. man really fucked me up too that man is terrifying what about you with this movie i do remember watching it in theaters Mm -hmm. um this may be the first movie that we talk about Mm -hmm. that i actually remember watching it vividly um because it wasn't too long ago Mm -hmm. i watched it with two other friends natalia and chelsea what's up girls and i think I think it was, like, a last-minute thing, so we got, like, the third-row seats mm-hmm. from the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a little bit uncomfortable having to look up the whole time, uh, but it didn't really take away from my actual experience enjoying the movie, which is good. I also I loved that when we first see the glimpse of Stella's room mm-hmm. with all that Halloween and witchy stuff, yeah, my friends turned to me and were like, hey, that's you. Um, my favorite scene... Again, I was looking through the scenes, and I think 
mine would be when they go into the Bello Bellows mansion. Yeah. Um, on Halloween night, mm-hmm. and Chuck hides in the closet. Oh yeah, yeah that is a good he one. Hides and he in the like closet. peeks out. He opens it, and he gets like transported into the past into a whole different. Scene. And the old lady is sitting on the bed with the Doberman. Yeah, like right in front of her, mm-hmm. and she like slowly turns around. Oh my god! It was giving. It was getting insidious. It gave. Uh, really, like... It gave me insidious vibes. But finally, um, my favorite. So that was my favorite scene. Yeah. My favorite kill. Gonna have to go with. You know, the one that you just mentioned, which was Chuck. Yeah. It and was... also poor Chuck. Poor Chuck. Mm-hmm. He was just a little little innocent boy. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, the one where he gets, like, swallowed up by the pale lady. And it's, uh, again, it's scary because, like, not. I don't know. I don't think that can actually happen. Right. But she's just also very scary looking. Yeah. Uh, I think that's just, I mean, you basically said everything. Uh, yeah. It's... He, you know, he's cornered. You're in Chuck's shoes, yeah. right? Yeah. You have nowhere else to go mm-hmm. but to accept your fate. Yeah. I mean, you can try to escape try to go way. go past in her between her legs. I don't know or something, <laughs> but you never know. Yeah. Um. That's why I'm a big advocate for never splitting up. Yeah. Ever. A huge. Yeah. Like why? I loved that this was all um, FX and costumes and not so much CGI, mm-hmm. uh, which I. Loved this quote that Mike Hill, who's uh, one of the costume designers, said in a uh, behind-the-scenes video, which was basically that the most challenging part was living up to people's expectations. Mm -hmm. And he says, because these adults now read these books as children, so what you're basically creating for them or recreating for them is an old family member they had never met. That is very sweet. So cute. Um, Because it's so true. I mean, we... All grew up, I mean, I say we all. Majority, yeah. Majority of of us grew up reading the books. And yes, we did have an expectation on how we wanted the monsters to look. And, you know, I feel like it just wouldn't have felt the same if they would have slightly altered the appearances of any of the monsters or Mm -hmm. creatures. Um, But the creature designers and the FX makeup artists did a wicked job because everything looked amazing. Amazing. I 100% agree. Mm -hmm. I loved... Everything that they did with this film, I do remember reading the books when I was, like, in middle school and being pretty, like... Like, I really do think Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is is one above Goosebumps. I think Goosebumps mm-hmm. is good for the younger babies and, right. like, the younger kids, which I am collecting all the Goosebumps books. Um, nice. And, and the same goes for Scary Stories, and mm-hmm. Scary Stories just goes a little bit above that. It's, like, a really good YA, like, a good intro to horror mm-hmm. for YA. I had recently gone to a little road trip with my sister's book club and one of my one of one of the girls had said that um that they were like I don't even I don't watch any of these movies that you guys talk about because mm-hmm. I don't like scary movies. And so I was like, well that's kind of why I thought this the you know the scary scale was kind of a good right. idea cuz like you know, maybe if it's a little bit lower on this scale, maybe you might enjoy it a little bit more and I think this film is somewhat like as a film mm-hmm. that can be enjoyed whether like no matter your age um yeah obviously you can look at this film or watch this film and think like it's such a childish film or whatever but again it's because of those little elements like Mm -hmm. these kids actually get killed like you don't see gore you don't see you know exactly how they get killed you don't see them being tortured it's just the idea that Mm -hmm. they're literally no longer part of the part of the story world anymore the story anymore and i think that's a very unsettling like thought Mm -hmm. 
And I think it's a really good one to kind of start like, okay, if you like this, maybe you should try this. Right. And, you know, and it's like a really good bottom of the scale. Mm-hmm. But the overall story is really good, too. I mean, it's, you know, three friends. Right. You know. And Goosebumps, I I don't remember reading it much when I was in elementary school. Again, mm-hmm. I know I did read Dr. Maniac, yeah. which that one terrified <laughs> me. Um, but I have a vivid memory in elementary school and every like October or spooky season Mm -hmm. we would have probably our English teacher read us a different story every day of October from scary stories oh that's cool to tell in the dark and um I mean I I can't really say that it kick-started my love for horror oh yeah no me else. yeah same I don't think I I mean but I think it goes to show that this is stuff that we actually enjoyed Mm -hmm. like we didn't read this and then be like oh my god like we hate this like Mm -hmm. i don't want to read that ever again i think it sparked an interest and we were like oh yeah but then we kind of forgot about it the older you get you know pubescent teens right you know trauma happens (laughs) and everything and then you find an escape and then you're like well let me let me let me try this genre again let me see let me see what's cooking on over here and Mm -hmm. then you try a little more adult stuff and you're like oh oh yeah (laughs) i remember one i don't know if you remember if you remember but one of the first times we hung out um, is the fir- the first time I met Gina. Ever. Oh yeah, we went to Barnes and Noble. And we went to uh, Barnes and Noble, and because they were like a specific closing, Barnes and they and Noble, were doing this whole sale, like fifty yeah. percent. It was beautiful. Yeah, but was um, I bought a ton of books. Yeah, but I remember y'all were checking out, and I was like, like, nah, I only have three books. Like, I can't leave a like a Barnes and Noble sale with just three books. Yeah, and so I was just kind of like looking around, just like really random like <laughs> sections. Yeah. And I found the three collections of Scary Stories Tell in the Dark. It was beautiful. Yeah. Have I opened it or read it? I have no, not. No, I have not. We're saving it for a special occasion. Yeah. I love that. And I really do like the way that they depicted the whole story put together. Mm-hmm. I think something... I think it's... I feel like it can be pretty hard. Like, a good example for me also is um, Lights Out. Have you seen Lights yes. Out? Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the YouTube video that it's based off of? Yes. Okay. So, the YouTube video scared the pissing shit out of mm-hmm. me. Like, that, that video was terrifying to me and and then when i saw that they were making a movie out of it i was like how can that go you know like i I feel like it's a good 50 50 it can either be really good or it can be bad and they kind of just stupid but i really love the backstory that they gave the quote-unquote monster diana in Mm -hmm. the movie and i love how they connected it all to like this little boy and the mom and like i thought they did that really really well did i think the ending was a little cheesy yeah just a little bit but overall i think they did a really good job with it so again goes with these stories a lot of these stories are individualized Mm -hmm. but in order to find a way to bring them all together and make it work i think can be hard so and sarah bellows um oh yeah yeah sarah bellows she she also had a really i know she also had a really like she was traumatized sad backstory right good for her good for her for writing these stories as revenge Per, per bestie. I love that for her. Um, and yeah, so. This film also had a great cast. I love the cast in this movie. Mm-hmm. I will say, again, another thing that really sucks when it comes to movies that include a younger, or that are kind of directed towards a younger audience, mm-hmm. it mean, it also means a younger cast, which right. also means, uh, and, I, and I'm not saying, and I'm not saying for all of I'm not saying this for all of the kid actors and baby actors, but sometimes you got to excuse some of the acting. Right. The acting can sometimes be a little over dramatic or it can be a little like 
okay, Miss Girl, you're doing a little too much. <laughs> like, tone it down a bit. Um, again, that's not the case for everybody. Um, but I think, you know, when you're still a kid actor and you're getting into your first major role film, like, right. you, you're still learning what your capabilities are as mm-hmm. an actress or an actor. And that's why, <laughs> that's why I tend to tell people when they, if they want to get into Harry Potter for the first time, I'm like, ugh, I could go on for days about Harry Potter. Right. But please excuse the acting right. in this in these films because again, the more the films progress, the more you see their acting progress too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so funny to watch. But but yeah, because my the only reason I say that is because I really do think that. Um, oh my god, why did I forget her name? The main the main Stella is it Stella? Yeah, yeah Zoe Stella. Margaret. Coley? Yes, yeah. I think her acting was you know a little over dramatic. It was very really Disney. young. Yeah, I was gonna say she was very baby, um, but it was 20. giving me it was giving me Disney. Oh, she's yeah. a baby. She's a baby. So, and this came out in twenty nineteen. So oh, she yes. was she was even smaller. Sixteen. Sixteen. I I'm horrible at math. <laughs> I just know that there she's, is there is there is that scene where she's talking to Sarah Bellows mm-hmm. and where she's kind of crying and she's right. like, "You don't have to do this." Like yeah. I was like, I'm feeling a little cringe. Right. Um, but it, but nonetheless, it was all really good to but, see. Um, Zoe, I was you know watching the movie mm-hmm. and um i was like she looks really familiar and sure enough i went to her i'm bd uh, and I love, doing um, that. I love doing that and she is on only murders in the building oh only murders? yeah only the murders in the one building. with yes. and, um... uh martin short and Mar- yeah. uh oh my god steve martin see i i, I was like oh my god yeah. i'm so sorry i love you steve martin cool, i swear cool, i do cool, cool. but anyway she's on that um Sweet. I think she was on the 2014 Annie. I don't remember. Sweet. And if I'm not mistaken, she was reunited in this film with my my boyfriend, Austin Abrams. Oh, okay. That's cool. Because they were both on The Walking Dead. Um, she was in The Walking Dead? I believe so, yes. And she, Austin, speaking of Austin Abrams, um, but I know him... Mainly from Dash and Lily, the Netflix. Yes, origin. you know I started Dash and Lily and I never finished it. It's so good. It like it. I, I was like, it. you know what? Maybe love does exist. But yeah. So again, great cast, and I believe I think you were doing some research on what was his name, Mar- Michael Garza, the guy yes, who he, plays Ramon. Ramon. I was just saying the um. I, yeah, I had mentioned to Jessica earlier that one he is the the only hispanic that we see in the film yeah yeah he's the only hispanic that we see in the film he one he's hispanic so right. he is like um so his both of his parents i don't know what part but i know they're both i think mexican like okay. actually mexican okay. and he's from plano okay. he's from plano yeah. and i was like cool that's so awesome to see i love seeing fellow texans who are hispanic in like big major films right because the representation is mm-hmm. real not that. only are you hispanic but you're max i mean but you're a texan yeah thank you I love that. <laughs> um, so I just thought that was really, really cool to see. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. And um, what's his name? Javier Bot- Bot- Bote? He plays the big toe corpse in this movie. <laughs> Sorry. But he is also, you will probably recognize him. Oh, good. Um, because he plays, I believe he plays Slenderman in the movie like you're the movie. lying and he plays the i i haven't really watched this movie in like forever but uh-huh. he also plays the i guess the creature the main creature on mama oh really mm-hmm. i was gonna say you know there's actually some actors like 
like that that do really well uh because of like um I don't uh this this is going to sound really bad. I don't know his name and I really should know his name because he because of the way his body is kind of like formed. Mm-hmm. Um he's very very tall and very like lanky. Mm-hmm. Um he plays um he plays the crooked the crooked man. Okay. Uh, Cuz you know how in the you know have you seen the conjuring too yes. like where he actually kind of walks around the house. Um I don't know his name. And he also plays... It's him. The leper. Oh, is it him? Yeah. Javier Javier Botet. Oh, yes. yes, yes. Okay, then, yeah. So he also plays the leper in It, um, the one that encounters Eddie. And then then he plays a crooked man, too. Oh, okay. Oh, and he's Hispanic. Yeah. Or he's, I want to say Spaniard. Spaniard. Kind of like the the lady who... Again, I'm so sorry. Um, The woman who plays the nun. nun. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I love her. And she's also on um, The Princess Diaries. She is. She She is. is. Which threw me off because I was watching it for the, well, not the first time, but I was watching it for the first time in like years. Years. And you were like, hey, that's the nun. Yeah, I was like, oh my God. Oh my God, I love you. It's the nun's backstory. (laughs) (laughs) She She was not always the villain. Right. I really like this this film. I like this film too. It's, It's just a, it's a horror fan or not. You you can watch it. Oh yeah, 100%. you don't have to be a horror fan. I to think watch this it. is definitely one of those that if you want to start off with something baby but still feel the element of horror, I think this is a really good one mm-hmm. to start off with. Which I know the past couple of films we've been talking about involves a lot of death and a lot of like very uh, like kind of serious some gore stuff. Gore yeah. stuff. I think this is a really good one to kind of start off the month of October because one, it takes place during Halloween, which right. I love their costumes. Yeah, uh, specifically um, the Aug- clown. Augie? Is it Augie? Yeah. yeah, I liked his I liked his um He he said he was a like a joker. Like the Oh my god, what are they called? Mine? No, the cards. I can't think of oh, it. Oh, a joker. Is it? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, a joker. Isn't yeah. that what they're called? I guess before we get into the ratings, I guess we can just kind of mention what we kind of didn't like about the film. I know the the sister's character. Uh Ruth? Like, she was part of the scary stories. Because her story was part of a scary story, like, in the actual books, wasn't right, it? Right, I believe like the so. Blemish one. The, yeah. I didn't appreciate it. Really? I didn't like it that much. I don't know if it's just because she didn't die for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting her to die. I was expecting her to die, too. But in, I guess in a, a different way. But, you know, she got saved. Mm. I think if you have a fear of bugs or spiders, mm-hmm. then, yeah, this is definitely the type of scene that you would appreciate as a horror fan if you like getting scared in that way. I don't know if it was her story or if it was just the character herself or mm-hmm. honestly if she how she was playing the character. Right. Um, I don't know what it was. She just wasn't memorable memorable for me. I see. Well, the girl with the green ribbon. I understand that it's a completely different book. It's still Avon Schwartz though. Oh, uh-huh. um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I don't know why. I think because I have I hadn't read the books in a second. I yeah. was like why isn't the story of the green of the green ribbon here? Blah blah blah. But then yeah. I did my research and I was like, oh, completely um, different books. Yeah. Again, same author, but it's same still. Author, I think books. it still would have been really cool to, to see it. To right? See. Yeah. yeah, I think. I mean, the, I feel like that would have been a little bit more gruesome. Or more gruesome gory, on the other side. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I know. Whenever he came out with these stories, there were a lot of parents that are like, "Why would you write mm-hmm. something like this for kids?" Yeah. Like, this is very inappropriate, given this was also back in the, the 80s, 80s and 90s, and yeah. 90s. So people were a little bit more uh, not understanding of the element of horror. But 
probably if I were to rewatch the film with someone, I'd be like, oh, I didn't appreciate this. I didn't right. appreciate that. But I think overall, there wasn't too many bad things for me to say right. because, again, I understand that this is more of like a YA mm-hmm. type of like film. So anyone from like maybe 13 to like 18, yeah. I think would watch this movie very comfortably and be like, hell yeah, I love this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, versus if you're an adult, I think you'd watch this and be like, that was cute. I loved it. But I don't know. I loved every aspect of it. Right. I thought it was good. Same. So, but that was the only thing. I just, right. I wasn't a fan of like the citrus character. I feel that. Even the bullies made me like, they made me hate them. Yeah. Which I appreciate because that just means you're, you're playing acting. your role a little yeah. too well. <laughs> But I'm yes. on you, Austin. I'm on you, Austin. <laughs> but, but I don't. I can't say I have many big complaints. I mean, Jessica's again, not I'm, much of a critic. I, I'm really not, which when is she bad. Likes I feel like she it's likes bad, something. Uh, I mean, well, I will probably get to a movie that that uh. I fucking hated this. Yeah, <laughs> where I'm like, I it's a zero out of ten. Just kidding. It's a zero um, out of ten for me. For example, Silent Hill. But we'll get to that one What's later. It? Silent Hill. Silent Hill. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to eventually cover that one. Not with me, though. Yes. You, you, you are there. one of the hosts. You have to be. Nah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be out on vacation or something. No, ma'am. I'll find, a, I'll find a reason. No, ma'am. But anyway, I think we're getting near. near closer uh, to the end. Closer to the end. So I think now is a comfortable time to talk about the would you rathers. The would you rather. I'm going to start making a jingle a out jingle. of it. A jingle. Would you rather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, we had a hard time trying to think of this would you rather. I always say, we, I, we said this with the last one too, and I think, uh, I think what you guys don't understand when we try to come up with these would you rathers is that we really want to stick to the theme of the movie. We don't want to sound repetitive as well. We don't want to sound repetitive, and we want to stick to the theme of the movie. Right. Because obviously we could just do random would you rathers, but that's not fun. Right. Because they have to kind of be movie themed. Right. Uh, I mean, if you guys have a cool <laughs> would you rather. That's true. Please. It, please. I was going to say, we, like, at, at the end of this episode, mm-hmm. we're going to tell you what we talk about next week. Mm-hmm. And if you can think of a would you rather for that episode, DM us, text comment. us, most likely, comment on something, and then maybe we can use it and we'll give you a shout out. Yeah. And if you don't do that, we'll just shout ourselves out. We'll just, we'll just shout, <laughs> shout ourselves out. Shout out to out. us. Because shout out to us for making this. Yeah. We are hardworking gals hard who come up with it. our own would you rather. Right. Um, exactly. so, so until until someone gives us an idea to actually use and it's really good for the next film, we're sticking with ours and that means you have to suck it up and work with yeah. it as well. You have to cringe, you have to with, cringe our, with us. would you rather. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. the one that we had to come up with, the one that we eventually came up with was who would you rather encounter? Mm-hmm. The Pale Lady mm-hmm. or the Jangly Man? Yo, the Jangly Man fucked me up. Mm-hmm. I don't want to encounter either of them. Because they were both terrifying to me. They were both terrifying. Um, yes, the Jangly Man was, I think, I think the most, like, scary. Yeah, because he's the most, like, uh, monstrous, I guess Cre- you yeah. could say. Because he was giving Jeepers Creepers meets, like... I don't know, exorcist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the pale lady, she was just, it, overall, she was very unsettling, very uncomfortable feeling. That That's I like felt. the way that you can put it, is that Jingly Man is scary, but pale lady was just very like, ooh. <laughs> I feel I like not go I that. would rather encounter the Jingly Man. You think you'd rather encounter yeah. the Jingly Man? Because I can do scary. Okay. I just can't do uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I'd rather get scared. You know okay. what I mean? Oh. Oh man, that's hard because I don't. I don't think I'd want to do either. Um, if I had to encounter one, 
Okay, yeah. I think I'll do Jangly Man. I I think, too. I don't know. I don't know if it was just because of the setting that she was in that made it seem a lot worse. Right. But I still wouldn't want to be in her vicinity. Like, the red lights, dude. Dude, the, the red The abandoned lights. hallways. Which, Hell no. Nah. I now have a thing. So, I have LED lights in my room mm-hmm. where the wall meets the ceiling. Right. In a little corner. corners. I have LED lights. And every time that I watch a scary movie... I have to put on the red lights. Mm-hmm. Like, the red lights is just kind of, like, the setting vibe for me to right. watch horror movies. Um, and then I had put those on when watching this scene. My When I tell you my entire room felt like that one scene. Oh because that that Because the color of the TV and then the lights that yeah. I had on, like, overtook my room. It was very overwhelming yeah. and very unsettling, but I lived for it, so... It was, I love that place. It was pretty funny. Um, so, but yeah, I think I'd I think I'd choose the jangly man. I think I'd find a way to, I don't know, kick his head off like a soccer ball. Kind of yeah. like the way... That, doesn't he do that? Uh, don't one of them do some that? Some of that. I don't remember. I don't know. But, uh... So what would you guys rather encounter? For, also, given, I think you would have to watch this movie in order right. to choose which one you would rather encounter. So if you haven't seen the movie, you should give it a try. Mm-hmm. So... Now that we've got our little would you rather out of the way, I think we can go ahead and rate this movie. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. You first. (laughs) Okay. Me first. Um, Rating this movie wasn't too, too hard for me. Again, because of the appreciation that I have about the film. So, again, so for our ratings, we have a scary scale and a satisfactory scale. Mm -hmm. Just because the movie is scary doesn't mean the movie is good and vice versa. Visa versa. Visa versa. <laughs> um, okay. So for me, <clears throat> on my scary scale, I'm giving this a solid 5.5 out of 10. Okay. It wasn't, you know, I wasn't pissing my pants with terror. Right. I wasn't like, ah. Mm-hmm. And then I was still able to sleep fine after the movie. Right. You know, but I appreciated, again, the horror elements that this movie held. Mm-hmm. So um, the uncomfortability, the unsettling, all of that, all of that. I loved it. I loved it all. And because of that, my overall rating for my satisfactory scale of how much I enjoyed the movie was a solid 8 out of 10, nice. which is a lot higher because I, I do. I, I do like the movie overall. I think it's a really good one. Yeah. Um, if you are interested in wanting, like, if you don't really know how to introduce your kids, maybe your own kids to, like, some horror mm-hmm. films, if they're not already untru- introduced to them, I think this is a real this good is one. a good one, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, with me, again, like you mentioned, it wasn't hard to, to rate it. Yeah. The scary. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to give it a four point five out of ten. Okay. Again, zero hate to the movie. Mm-hmm. It's not that you know, like oh, it wasn't scary at all. Mm-hmm. It was scary. Yeah, it, it was. Scary. You know, it had moments where I jumped and where I was like, oh my god, what's gonna happen like, next? What is going on? Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, but that four point five comes out of you know, like you personally. And like, that's just, what these ratings yeah. are. These ratings are how we personally right. feel about film. Um, yeah, that just because it's a, it's a low number doesn't mean that it was a bad movie at right. all. But again, four point five just because it wasn't like you mentioned exactly. It I wasn't, wasn't like it wasn't conjuring. It wasn't insidious. Yeah. It wasn't Sinister. like any of yeah any of those elements. Um, satisfactory scale. I'm gonna have to give it an eight point five out of ten. Yeah, because it it's it's a feel good movie. I mean, is it really? No, I, I think it is. I think yeah. if you're putting it in the category of horror, I think it's one of those like feel good like yeah. I want to watch this. Like this I wanna... is way like I'd rather watch this in Sinister. Like you know I, mean? I would put this in the category of me like if I want to watch Halloween movies, mm-hmm. I would put this in the category of me being like, okay, so a good list of Halloween movies for me to watch on Halloween mm-hmm. would be 
you know, scary stories to tell in the dark, Halloween, right. um, Hocus Pocus, Halloween Town, like, right. you know, yeah, like yeah. the feel good type ones. I don't think Halloween, Halloween is like a, it's not a feel good, but it's more like a comfort, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Especially because we grew up reading mm-hmm. the books, you mm-hmm. know, all of that good stuff. So yeah. Um, I'm giving I it like a good it 8.5 out of 10. Yeah. I think the, those are solid ratings, man. I love, I love it. that. Thank you. I'm so proud of my ratings this Thank- time. Oh my God. I love that for you. Thank you. So now that we're at the end, we, along with the film, we highly encourage you to watch this film if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not that scary, but it does have, have some really good scare elements. Mm-hmm. So if you want to test it out, test the waters, definitely dip your toe into this one. Um, dip your big toe into dip it. Dip your big toe into this one. If you haven't seen it, you have to watch it to yeah, get that reference. Get that but reference. yes, dip your big toe into the pot of stew. Um, thank you guys, everyone, for listening. Please feel uh, feel free to follow us on social media. We are now putting our social media names in the description of the episodes. So if you, if you're on Spotify or wherever you're listening to it, kind of just look at the description and you'll see our names for our social media. So please look through that and copy and paste yes. and follow. Please and thank you. We're also trying our really hardest to do be a little bit more active on TikTok. Yes. <laughs> um, and on TikTok, you can actually see what we actually look like if you already right. don't know what we look like. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, yeah, Jess, you wanna? Yeah. You wanna Again, tell please them? do. Um, please follow us on on social media. And you wanna tell them what we're talking about. Tune in to next week's episode where we talk all about my baby boy, <laughs> Sam. Yep. AKA Trick or Treat. Yeah. <laughs> I love trick or treat. Sam is my baby. And um, yeah, I trick or treat is just oh my god. Trick or treat is a comfort film for sure. I like trick or treat a lot. Yay! But uh, yeah, this I think this episode was our Kickstarter for our Halloween series, and trick or treat is up next. So again, make sure to keep an eye out for that one. Again, it's set on Halloween night, and it's it's a pretty great film. I love it overall. Anyway, until then, until then, thanks for listening. We've been your hosts, Jessica and Monica. Stay safe and, and stay, stay spooky. spooky. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Oof, that was scary. I can't wait to come back next week. <laughs> <laughs>